podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. So we got a rare week, rare pod, no matches this weekend, so normally we wouldn't be potting, but there's all of the blank blank game week news, double game week news, we're going to talk about all that, talk about captains, our transfers, etc., short pod, what's up, dude? Yeah, I think I finally wrapped my head around what's happening with the blanks and doubles, so it's a good time to pod, good time to be alive. Yeah, as of this morning, I knew absolutely nothing, <laughs> it was like, okay, time to dive in. It was nothing a couple hours couldn't fix, but... Exactly. Um, so where are we at? I'm happy, with, I'm happy with Palace drawing Watford in the cup. That was a good job for us. Very good draw. Um, yeah, so let's just start talking about the chips and the doubles and the blanks. I mean, we both have all our chips, so we have to probably go into this assuming our listeners have all their chips. Otherwise, like we can't plan for all of these different things, right? Yeah, and... On that exact note, I mean, a lot of people in Slack and Twitter, as soon as everything was kind of shaping into form, were were messaging us like, I don't have free hit, or I don't have wild card, or like, bah, how would you do this, how would you do that? And the thing I said to everyone, and it sounds like a cop-out, but I genuinely believe it to be true, is that the most important thing by far is to just make a plan, and there's actually no like right answer. Like, I, I don't think... You know, discounting hindsight where some guy like fucking nails it perfectly, whatever. For the most part, as long as you have a plan and don't just completely fuck it up and like you waste all your chips in a, at a bad time or something like that, and it's very easy to plan for that, it's pretty much there's not no like right answer. There's they're all like pretty equal, I would say. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I mean the big. The big like confirmation of today were a ton of blanks for game week thirty one. So Brighton, Cardiff, United, City, Spurs, Palace, Watford, Southampton, Wolves, and Arsenal all blanking. Very few games on game week thirty one. So that's sort of like the hurdle that everyone is starting at because however you plan on dealing with game week thirty one probably will define how you're gonna use your chips for the upcoming doubles after that, right? Yeah, I mean, it definitely is going to come down to that. I think it looks like game week 31 and game week 33, which is game week, of the same week if you're planning your team around those two weeks because all of the teams, for the most part, blank in both of those fixtures. Um, I think the only exception is Arsenal and Southampton who blank 31 but have a fixture in 33. So, Well, also, we should say the 33 blanks are not confirmed those yeah. like some of those have to come through, but a lot of them are very favorable fixtures for Premier League teams, so they're likely. Yeah, I, that's that's a good point to make, obviously. But um, so yeah, I mean, I think that we have five transfers between now and game week thirty-one, and to me, what I'm planning to do is just slowly kind of fuck around with the fringes of my team and get in players who have games in thirty-one and thirty-three. Um, I mean, I have only four players right now who have games in those two game weeks, and I feel like I'm just going to start slowly chipping away at the 
players who don't and replace them with players that do. Um, I'm kind of planning on wild carding or using my free hit on gimmick 32. So that way I'll be able to like kind of max out on good doubles and then 31, 33, I should have fine teams and then probably wild card 34 and then 35, which is the second double will be when I use either bench boost or triple cap off to see like who's on form and what looks better for that. And then I'll probably use my other chip in a single game week, which also doesn't really feel that bad. I'll probably use bench boost in a single game week. Um, Makes more sense with with bench boost, I think. I mean, with that short, it's only three game weeks, 36 to 38. Like, I can probably figure out, you know, two or three D. It's really just your defenses that you're looking at with bench boost anyway. It's your two bench defenders and your second goalkeeper. All I need to do is kind of find, you know, teams that have good fixtures. And it doesn't have the high upside, obviously, as having the doublers in, but. I don't know. Either way, that's kind of what I'm loosely planning on doing. It just seems like the difference this year and in years past is how close the blanks and doubles are. I mean, 31 back to back to back, blank, double, blank. I don't think we've had in the last like five years. It's usually like we have blanks and we have a period of time and we have a double and or things like that where you can plan a lot more with your transfers in between the two. So you could like free hit for a blank game week. You still have, you know, a few transfers to get doublers in for when the doubles coming up, but with no game weeks in between, it's a lot harder to do that. So, like, if you if you free hit in game week thirty one, you're going to be in trouble in game week thirty three. So, yeah, I feel like usually it's like between like game week thirty and thirty seven is all of the blanks and doubles, and it's spread out pretty evenly through there. And as you said, that just going blank double blank, it, it makes it a lot trickier to efficiently use your trip your chips and transfers and wildcard. Yeah, which is again kind of why I like going this route because I don't have any real premium attackers except for Mane and Salah on my personal team right now with fixtures in 31. The only real premium teams are Chelsea and Liverpool. So I mean Higuain and Hazard will definitely be coming into my thoughts. Hopefully they start playing a little better. But I mean, around the fringes, like getting in some defenses or getting in some other dudes feels like it's okay to to plan that way because in Gaming 33, it's going to be kind of the same story where all of the good teams are blanking again. So if I don't go that route, I'm going to only, I'm going to be minimizing my, my point output because then I'll be really fucked in Gaming 33 if I, you know, if I like free hit in 31 and I plan for 32, it's just going to be still throwing a game week out, sort of, if that makes sense. And this way, I'm not really throwing away a game week at all. Yeah, I mean, I I like so many of the different strategies that I've heard. That my concern with your strategy, which is one that we were all just talking about in Slack, is I guess two things: how worried are you about getting rid of your really good assets and not having, say, you know, City attackers for Watford and United attackers for. Southampton and Jimenez for Cardiff. You know, like, how do you plan on accounting to that? Or is it the type of thing where you're just going to hope to not get burned in one or two game weeks, which obviously has fucked me all season long? No, I mean, that's valid, but that's why I'm like trying to, what I'm also trying to think of doing is kind of backlogging the transfers of bringing my good guys out, like, till as late as possible. So, like, I'm going to first focus on, like, fixing goalkeeper, like maybe getting in a Leicester defender. But like if I hold Pogba and I get rid of Rashford for someone or 
you know, I can still hold Sterling, like, and I do the transfers in game week 30 or something. Yeah, like 29 and 30, then I'm only going to really be holding my breath for like one game. And it's really one game out of three game weeks, kind of if you look at it, because that's they play 30, but then 32, I can get anyone I want back. And then 31 and 33, they don't play. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's... Like, looking at it in that way, I'm really not that concerned because it's just, it is just one game, you know? And in the, in the medium term or the short term, rather, and looking at those four game weeks in a cluster, like 30, you know, game week 30 to 33, kind of, um, or 29 to 33, I think I'll be coming, coming out way ahead, you know? That makes yeah. sense. No, no, it absolutely does. The reason that I, I think that the reason that it scares me is because just one game has fucked me so hard this season. Two times. Both yeah. the cases it was City and both cases they scored six goals and I was like, no, I'll be fine just this one game week not having them, whatever. And I get fucking destroyed like last game week. But, um, I think it's very reasonable. Um, I guess another thing that just is coming to mind, we're kind of winging this. I mean, this is all news as of today, but how many players are you actually trying to field, I think is an interesting thing for Game Week 31 as well. You mentioned there's only the two premium teams in Liverpool and Chelsea. The other, I think, obvious really good fixture is West Ham home, Huddersfield. But I wonder how many you can get away with if you just run out, like, say, seven or eight, if that's doable and lets you kind of keep your city attackers for a really good game week 30 and and whatever. And if that's acceptable enough to run out on 31 and not, you know, lose out to other people who are free hitting or whatever on game week 31 or just have a full 11, you know? Yeah, I mean, I right now, if I use my five transfers and don't take a hit, Going to 31, I'll have nine players, which feels totally fine. I think nine is like very good. Yeah, it's, it's good. And obviously, teams that are free hitting are going to have the best 11, and th- that's going to be the best position for that game week. But again, I mean, it's you still have to look at yourself against the field. I mean, so many people already use their free hit chips. So many people are not going to be that well set up. So many people are going to be on, you know, minus eights. I'm sure that it'll be one, maybe one of the highest, neg- like minus point negative point hits of, of the field of, of the season um so like not taking a hit is a kind of a differential that week and those kinds of things are coming into my thoughts but like you're saying you know i put such a low emphasis on fielding defenders that week because all other than other than liverpool who's going to keep a clean sheet i mean chelsea are still whatever but any other game can just go one one draw like it's all these kind of stainer mid tabley like weird ass teams and I don't really care if I have four defenders, including the goalkeeper, or like one. You know, I mean, I'm probably gonna miss out on maybe like five points from three spots or something like that. Yeah, I'm looking at the fixtures now. You're so right. Yeah, so it's like I'm putting like not that much importance on fielding those players, which is why I'm trying to figure out a way to really focus on you know players like. Felipe or Arnie or you know Higuain or Hazard, like those are the players that could get double digit points. So those are the kind of guys I'm like looking at prioritizing. I'm prioritizing like, so much more than defenders, um, like not even close. The only thing that is a little bit interesting about that is like I'm talking about doing the fringes of my team, which happens to be like my defense kind of. So it's yeah, that's the hard thing. You have to find money for Higuain. It's not a fringe place that you find money. Yeah. Yeah, so like I'm gonna probably do a move this week, probably save, and then probably do one and float. So like that's kind of what I'm thinking of doing, those kinds of things. 
Um, yeah, ideally you have two frees on game week 31, and like that's when you do like you know Raz and forward to Higuain and Hazard or something. You know, and I I don't know exactly how the money's going to line up, and maybe I'll have to lose one of my premium assets one week earlier than I would like, but. You know that that's what I'm looking at. Really, is prioritizing those attackers because I think that that's really where the where the points could come from. You know, so yeah, and it's sort of a reemphasizing just talking it out with you right now. And your plan is again just make a plan. That's not everyone's number one thing that they should be working on is just figure out a plan because the sooner you figure out your plan, you don't have to a hundred percent stick to it and some things will change and some guys will get injured and whatever. But as long as you have a plan, you're not going to get fucked. And that's what we're trying to avoid in, you know, 31, 32, 33 and 35 when there's blanks and doubles. So yeah, I think, I think the using free transfer strategy is very reasonable and it's definitely something that I'm looking at. I was just saying to you right before we started for my team, it's in kind of a bad state right now. And so I'm wondering, I'm sort of wondering more, how can I maximize my game week 27 through game week 30? Because I feel like my team is bad and I'm going to be losing a lot of points. And then how can I maybe use my chips to navigate the blanks and doubles? One option would be wild carding in game week 31 free hitting in game week 32, get the wildcard team back in 33, and then sort of figure out with via freeze and everything how to get a nice double for 35, which is, I think, also a reasonable option. I think there's so many different paths that are pretty reasonable. Um, I don't really have one. I Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't like that because if you're wildcarding in 31, you're just going to really screw yourself over with getting an actual good team because you're going to have to fill it with so many of the shitty players that are having games in 31 and 33 like i would almost go the opposite route of that and kind of like sort of not put that much emphasis on the doubles as blasphemous as as that may sound and just look at it more of like you know getting some doublers in but still making sure you have like good players from now until the end until then or until you wild card you know um you lost me at some point i'm not sure what you mean so like I would rather like wild card in game week thirty and get a really good team for thirty and thirty two and then use your free hit for thirty one. Oh, I see what you mean. Once we know who's blanking in thirty three, like see if you could get seven players out for thirty three or eight players out. Yeah, and see, still be in okay shape for the double game week in thirty five. Like doing something like that. Yeah, see, would, to me that's like almost equal, and I like it almost just as much. And I I don't really have a decision yet on how I'm going to handle my team, and it really is at least for me. The type of thing where I need to like take to a spreadsheet and really analyze like how bad is my team right now? Can I withstand that and just use freeze? Or am I gonna have to sort of use my chips and wildcard in order to navigate the blanks and doubles? And I'm not positive yet on that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, if your team's in a in bad shape right now that you it's a lot riskier and it's it's not gonna it's not going to sound as good, but you could wild card within the next few game weeks and really just kind of and plan to free hit in game week thirty one and just throw that throw those those teams out and just figure out like how could you get something like nine doublers and still have a decent team in game week thirty three. 
Yeah, and you really have to hope for some upsets in the FA Cup, and then there won't be that many blankers in Game Week 33, and then you'll be actually totally fine. The problem is you kind of have to make your decision before that happens. So it's interesting. Yeah, but right. another thing, another thing, just to tack onto your strategy, because I just yeah, thought of it. Oh, okay, okay. We should have the news by Game Week 28's deadline, I think, about Game Week 33. Is that right? I think so. I think we were talking about, and there's something about like the TV, the TV. Thing. Oh, they're, they'll announce the TV schedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that has to. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like we won't know who is blanking, but we'll at least know like the re, the the rescheduled games will be on this date. So like, right, you know, right, 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 right. The next FA Cup round, but I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, because 33 and 35 are not guaranteed blank and double, respectively, at this right. point, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. That's just when we're speculating because of how it works into the schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, just another thing I was going to tack on to your strategy, because we also got people writing in about, um, like, people who don't have their wild card because they already use it in the second half of the season. And I think I said to them, and this was sort of just my gut, but I still believe it to be true, that your strategy that you're doing is the best strategy if you don't have wildcard. Because I like I like getting your team to an okay spot for the blank, free hitting in game week 32, and then having your team still be good for game week 33, I think is the cleanest way to go about it if you can't wildcard and like, you know, fully change your team. Yeah, I 100% think so. It also gives you a little bit of like a backdoor with an extra game week in game week 34, which is just a normal game week before 35 to maybe do, you know, a minus eight, a minus four and still spend five transfers. Yeah. If you still want to go big on the double, if you saw bench boost, for example. Yeah. And really like, or or triple cap, you target your like your guy and a clean sheet or something and hit them in. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a worthwhile thing. Um, yeah, I mean it's an it's an interesting time. There's also the teams with no blanks who I guess are the teams that if you're doing your strategy and using free transfers, you should sort of be targeting. And Liverpool are the obvious one. A West Ham have some really, really good fixtures. So other than Felipe, are you looking at any West Ham players? Um, Arnie might be in there. We'll have to, I mean, it's week to week with him. Who knows? Yeah, he could be dead tomorrow. For all yeah. you know, he's dead right now. Pellegrini's going to tell us on Friday. But he's the only other real player from West Ham I'm looking at. I don't think I'm going to have like, worry about their defense. Um, but yeah, really, it's just those two. I mean, there's Lester. And we, yeah. we talked a lot last pod about Lester defense, and I still think that's a fantastic place to go. Yeah, and the other thing with Leicester, which is kind of similar to Newcastle, even though there is a chance Newcastle blank in 33, it depends if uh, Pal- who wins between Palace and Watford. But the other difference between those two teams and these other teams, like Bournemouth, for example, are Newcastle's and Leicester's fixtures from right now until what the time period we're talking about are fantastic start-every-week type fixtures. Whereas like Bournemouth, you know, you need to plan more. You have to wait because they still have really bad fixtures. So like getting them in now makes a lot more sense than... Or like West Ham, like you're saying, things like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you you actually ride them through this period. And yeah, yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. I, I wish there was a lesser attacker that we could like look into. But that said, and there's a underrated amount of time until the actual like 
things are happening. So who knows? Maybe Harvey Barnes starts yeah. five out of the next five and is flying or something. And then he's obviously a yeah. guy. But yeah, yep. as of right I'm now, it's hard to say. Yeah, and we have Bournemouth. Like, is Callum Wilson going to be back? You know, is King going to still be good? Is Brooks, Brooks going to be back? Like, yeah. We need that time to evaluate that team. And Yeah, and um, I still think Burnley, who also don't blank. We talked about the Strikers last week. That's a totally fine place to go. Good, good team to get in to as your third striker or something that you can you know have in the blanks that's a good job yeah Yeah, and then they also i mean they have tricky fixtures but gaming 31 they're home lester than gaming 33 they're at bournemouth um burnley so like you know those are really good games to try and capitalize on if you can but i mean i don't know how you capitalize on burnley but (laughs) it's an amazing thing but the ashley barnes and wood are just putting up numbers i don't know what's going on yeah. But um yeah, are there any other strategies that people were talking about that kind of interested you? I mean, there's going to be so many different options that that people go. Uh, I think the main thing was kind of just you know, we have two double game weeks realistically and we still have both chips. You know, a lot of us still have bench boost and triple cap. I mean, a lot of people did use triple cap, but kind of like are we going to use one in a single game week? Like some people are still really fixated on using both in both doubles, so then they're looking at like an earlier wild card. But you know, if you don't want a wild card on an actual double or use a free hit on an actual double, which you know I don't, that's that's fine. You could still get 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 in with that, but it's just not personally. I, I devalue the chips a lot. I mean, I think we do on our pod a lot more than yeah. everyone else in the world. So, but I'm not too interested in that strategy. Yeah, I mean, I am thinking about wildcarding as soon as next week. Just because, again, my team is fucking bad. And I'm trying to not only pigeonhole myself in game weeks 31 through 35 and more look at it game week 28 through 35 and how I can maximize my points in the whole period, you know? So. And that's a big difference from like your team and my team. Like my premium attackers, my attack is just on point. Like I don't need to touch them. Oh, yeah. Your your team is. Like you said on last pod, I, I think it was last pod, you said your team, your midfield is where everyone's trying to get to right now. Yeah, so that's another reason why I'm kind of like sitting in my ivory tower looking at my fantastic attack <laughs> and saying that I could spend my fucking transfers on like, you know, Patricio and Bennett and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I'm looking at plenty of teams, you know, that don't have any city players anymore or, you know, they don't have Suns still or things like that. Or hey, they only that's have me. Liverpool attacker. Hey, that's me. Yep. Yeah. But all, all of those things. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, don't do this to me. But you know, you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean, and I, I like. That's why I like the strategy definitely for you, and that's why I'm really not sure which direction I'm going to go in. Um, I don't, I don't know if you can afford to do this kind of shit that I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's harder. I mean, it would, it would. Yeah, it's way harder because I kind of have to get someone in from City next game week. Right. Which is like a transfer in the opposite direction. That's kind of why I asked the question. I wonder how many game week 31 players do you need to not die that game week? Like, is seven okay? Maybe. Yeah, I think if you have seven, that's fine. I think yeah, maybe. If you have Captain Mo and six players, then you'll probably scrape through. Yeah, that if might you have be like fine. Five, or if you have six or seven and you're on a minus eight, I would be less less enthused. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and the most important thing that I think you brought up is just there's very few obvious players that are going to destroy you in Game Week 31. So I think if you can really cover yourself with Mo, Haz, Higgs, that's really it. Arguably Felipe Anderson, but he, he doesn't have the highest ceiling. He only shoots like once a game. Then like, and you have just a bunch of other guys to just fill in the gaps and get two points and maybe get lucky. I feel like you should be fine, which is kind of me saying I I can do your strategy. I'm just going to be stretched thin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, it is. It it's definitely is. And the other thing is this this game, I mean, it's a really, it gets more, the game's more and more competitive every season. I mean, there's over 6 million teams registered yes. now. And it's just, I'm also sort of just talking about all this, trying to make sure I don't tank a game week because, like, I had my worst game week of the season in the double game week. The last double, yeah. And I dropped from 67K to 113K, and it's take it's gonna. I mean, I had a I had a rise last week. I'm back in the top 100k, but it's gonna take me weeks to recover that and from that. So like, I don't want to be in that situation where I'm planning for you know these three game weeks, but I'm really kind of eschewing this one, and that one game week is gonna like you know it's gonna mitigate them each other. So I'm trying to make sure that I don't put myself in that position too. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I meant with. Planning to not get fucked. <laughs> That's like exactly what I meant. So, yeah, game week thirty-one. I feel like the players I just named are the like quote unquote essentials that everyone's going to have. That of the players that could really burn you. Maybe you throw Barnes in there too, but Leicester defense is decent. Um, yeah. So target those guys, I guess, for thirty-one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where we're at, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that was pretty okay. I mean, it was the first, today's the first day of us wrapping our head around this. Oh, and it's going to be a constant theme in every pod going forward. So, is that it? Is there anything else we want to talk about on blanks and doubles or kind of just save them for future pods? I'm sure next pod we'll get a ton of questions about them and stuff. Yeah, I think everyone will try probably figure their shit out this week and, and next week will be a big week to figure out. And then we'll start talking more about specific players kind of as they approach. Yeah. I like that. I feel I feel pretty content with our coverage. <laughs> yeah, I think it was good. Okay, cool. So let's probably bad, but it's fine. So let's talk about captains. We didn't do that last pod, so captains for uh this week, game week twenty seven. I'm on OBS. What are you looking at? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Rondon. Yeah. Um, I'm just punting it all on on Big Sal this weekend. Someone pointed out, I think it was Brian on Slack, like the question right before the Rondon reveal on last pod was, "Do you, you know, what, at what rank do you take punts?" And blah blah blah. And my response was something along the lines of, "Like, don't take punts. Still try and get the greens. Greens are more fun." And then the next thing you said was, "You're captaining Rondon," and it was like, "Okay, <laughs> so that's yeah. good." But yeah, I mean, fucking Sal, Sal against Honey should be good. Yeah, just like captaining Mo is fine, but every time I've capped in a big game, it's been really bad. And every time a big game's been coming and I think there are going to be goals in it, it's just like a 1-1 shit game played in the middle third. Yeah. like I think there will be four goals in that game, but I'm fucking dumb. And every time I've thought that before, I get nothing from my captain when I cap in that big game, so... Um, I mean, they just they're having Bayern this week, and I know they're off a pretty decently sized break. And 
you know, United have been playing a lot and they're a little injured and their defense looks shitty. So, I mean, Mo is definitely way more sensible than Rondon, but I'm still just going to bank on Rafa and it's a home game and they need the three points and Huddersfield are bad. You could honestly go Jimenez. I was just looking at your team. I, I hate him so much. I hate <laughs> I'm not, I or or Son. I think that's just a. I don't think that they're going to get much joy from that game. I I don't. We I've captained at Burnley enough to know how bad that normally goes. Yeah. I mean, he he was making good runs last game for them, and they just you know put up the three against Dortmund. But that's not a game. This is the we've talked been talking about this with Spurs for two years. Like this is not a game that Spurs score three or four goals. In my opinion, like this is a game that if they're lucky, it's one nil going into like stoppage and they get a breakaway goal for a two nil or something like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's in a game that screams like they're going to dominate these. It's just going to be like a shit fuck game. So maybe I'll use my triple cap this week on Ops. I mean, if you're not going to triple cap in a double game week, I... It's not a bad way to use it. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's a thing. I, I mean, it's still a more unreliable than someone like Mo. And yeah, like Mo home Watford next week or some shit. But. Yeah, they still have home Huddersfield later on. I mean, if they're still in the title race later on, they're going to have, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, and City too. It. It's probably dumb, but it's it's tis the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what transfers are you looking at this week? So I kind of had a little bit of a change of, of views. I was really okay. looking at getting rid of Patricio, but now I'm leaning towards doing one B and getting Chilwell. Um, my like Patricio still has at least on paper a few good fixtures, and my defense is not looking good for the next couple. And if I'm able to get Chilwell in with Lascelles, it really shores it up for like the near term. And I can still run Patricio out for you know those two good fixtures after at Bournemouth, which feels okay. Um, I feel like I would rather have Juan than like Bennett next so three. I can't, I can't afford Chilwell if I remove anyone but Juan. Oh, that's why. Okay, that's why. yeah, because I was like, you saw fucking Kiko. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm point one off from doing that. For the oh, Kiko that's so Chilwell, brutal. So. But I don't really care that much about losing Juan because he's blanking, and then he has like at Leicester's not that great to me. I feel like at Leicester, at Burnley, home Brighton, three of the next four are pretty reasonable, though. Yeah, I expect at least one clean there. They're reasonable on paper, but on the other side of the coin, like at Leicester, you know they don't often get shut out at home. Yeah, Burnley been playing really well. Yeah, Brighton's a derby, a derby. That's so true. Bad. Yeah, and United's obviously bad. Yeah. That's yeah. true, that's true. So in the next few game weeks, he's a sketchy start, whereas Patricio's not. It also gives me just like a little more time to figure out what I want to do with the goalie, because I could still just get like Boric, like if I need the point five and yeah, I yeah, yeah. another premium guy, you know, something like right, that. Right, right, right. So it, it seems a little bit more valuable to do that than to, because if I spew it all and get, you know, Schmeichel in or or something like that for Patricio, then I'm I'm in Bad. My defense is in bad shape for next week, and I have no bank. So, and Kiko's still dead, which is not good. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking about doing that. I, I think it's more valuable than saving. And I'm. I mean, Heaton. Heaton's the obvious goalie, right? I mean, I yes, I know he has Spurs, which is not bad, but it's not like that bad for the goalkeeper. I, they have Liverpool in thirty. It's I. <laughs> yeah. 
I like Heaton a lot. I mean, at Newcastle, no, I know. Foster Home Wolves, like at Bournemouth, these fixtures they could clean. Home Cardiff, yeah. It just getting getting Chilwell in just seems like it's a little bit more sensible for the way my back five looks. Yeah, Patricio. No, I I love the Chilwell shout. I mean, we talked about Lester, and I think he's great. And the fixtures are absurd. Patricio gets one clean in the next three games, and it saves me from doing the transfer until say game week thirty to buy some more information. Like that's almost which he should. They should. That should. Ha- that seems likely. Yeah, well, they should have more than one. Uh, yeah, well, thirty fucking months. So. Wolves are kings of should and should not. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at doing. I mean, granted, we still have a couple Champions League games to go. I have yeah. I have Salah, Mane, and Raz playing this week, so hopefully there's no injury there, um, and then pressers to come. But that that's what I'm looking at doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm still on my yeah, like two weeks ago probable transfer of uh, Rich to Sun and take it from there. So. You know, yeah, I, re- removing a blanker for a fabulous player and a good fixture, that's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, getting Sun in is going to be good. He's just going to keep getting points more yeah, the, than not. The only thing is to think about, and I haven't really mapped it out yet, but Spurs have really bad fixtures, um, you know, sort of short-medium turn. And I need to be thinking about a game week thirty one blank and B Manchester City. I think those should both be prioritized over Sun probably. You know, if it's if it's a difference of, you know, if I can't get Raz because I'm getting Sun this week, then I don't think I should do it. So I need to kind of look at that and math it out. But as of right now, I have three point nine in the bank, so I should be pretty flexible going forward. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm looking at. You can always double hit Ob out, you know. Yeah, yeah, Ob's the coon next week or something also. Mitrovic is, is a problem. What a legend. <laughs> I love him. At least I love him. Like, Rich, <laughs> no love whatsoever. <laughs> you know? Zero percent love, even though I had him for such a good time first half of last season. Just no love. Like he, he's not a lovable guy to watch or whatever. But Mitra, at least he's just my guy. But yeah, nah, my team sucks. That's a fact. I'm bad and my <laughs> like, team is, sucks. Is that a hit worth taking? What? Mitro to anyone else? Mitro to Burnley or something like that? I, I don't know. That just like to a non to a non blanker, basically. I mean, yeah, yeah, you could talk to me a into non Fulham attacker. Basically, you, you could talk me into it. You, you've convinced me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, why not? You know, it's like I don't know. At the same time, it's like Mitro against West Ham. Yeah, woo. I have a story to tell you. Yeah. To get Mitro for any non Fulham attack. Oh, you oh, convinced you me. You convinced me, yeah. <laughs> got, there. got there. Yeah, I mean, I just, I want a wild card, but like, what am I even doing with my life? I don't know. But I have a lot of off pod work to do, like, in the next. You need to deep dive. I mean, I need to, like, seriously a- deep dive spreadsheet, like, yeah. beautiful mind shit. Yeah. I mean, we have a Friday game, too, so we have one last day this week. Oh, great. Yeah, but yeah, you need to you need to figure that shit out before you you fire the fire away this week. Yep, yep. So that's exactly where I'm at. I don't think we had any signups this week. To be honest, I didn't we look. Signups in a while. Everyone, no one, no new listeners, no new friends. Yeah. Once the cup opens, we get a flood, and then everyone's done. So yeah, I fucking didn't even mention that I got 
fucked in the you cup got last dumpstered week. in the cup. I was in such good shape going into Monday, obviously with my million guys. And oh yeah, it's it was so. You fun. had a good week too. It's not like you had a bad week. You just got no, I had shitted really, I, on. And the other thing that was so tilting all week on fucking Slack is seeing these people, these fucking assholes, come in and be like, "Oh shit, my opponent is OR like twenty four k. I'm fucked." My guy was fucking OR like. 120 or something. He's in the top 100. He won the mug last month. That's all you need to know. He's his 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 OR right now. Matt Shannon, Nacho Nacho Man. Shout out to Matt Shannon. His OR right now is 102. Yeah, I'm just sitting there typing like, "What should I do?" Like advising people, and then everyone's coming on. I'm like, "Am I fucking sitting here?" Like, fuck. Yeah. And no one can ever say that this is rigged competition after this moment. I mean, I get destroyed in group stage, and then you get dumpstered round one in the cup. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Aaron's out, who's like the the coding mastermind behind it. Honestly, if Aaron sent me a thing that had him score like 114 points and win, I wouldn't have even double-checked it. I would have been like, wow, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very riggable thing that is not rigged at all. Oh, God. Fucking cup. Yeah, that's a, that's a little cup summary for everyone. I think that's it, right? Um. Yeah, and then we'll pod. What's our schedule looking like? Are we back on normal next week? Um, I assume so. Yeah, there's no Monday match next week, so we'll pod on Monday. Oh, and then there's midweek. What the fuck? What? Game week 28 is midweek. Mm, okay, so we're going to have to do a Sunday night pod. Sunday night pod. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah, yep. Lock it in. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess nothing this time of year is, is back to normal. It's all fucking crazy. Okay, so yeah, we'll be back on Sunday night pod, probably out Monday morning for Europe, right? Yep, exactly. Okay, cool. Check us out! At FMLFBL.com, follow us on Twitter, at FMLFBL, support us at Patreon.com, slash FMLFBL, subscribe, read, review, and cheers! Sports Social Podcast Network.